well, well, I'm back. This is Jason Jones with your latest edition of Post 82 for the Throne Room Breakdown. And what I want to do is uh, revisit last night's episode, maybe uh, Friday morning's episode, depending on when you listen to it. Uh, I posed a question at the end of uh, the last edition of Post 82. Or not a question, it's kind of more of a statement. Shout out to my LB, Damani Hendricks, one of our old conversations about hoop that we would have all the time. Uh, Damani played at, uh, started off at Gonzaga, finished his hoop career at Lamar, currently coaching on Jerry Stackhouse's staff at Vanderbilt, Rude to the Q's, but we would always talk about hoop and we would have LeBron debates, Kobe debates, you know, so-and-so, go so on and so forth. And we would talk about, do you have a guy? You've got to have a guy. And I said... After watching how the Kings fell apart, collapsed, whatever you want to put it, Thursday night in Oklahoma City, I said they needed a guy. Who's going to be the guy? Who's going to be the guy that's going to get you a shot you need? Who's going to be the guy to create when you need it? Who's going to be that guy? And they had a guy on Friday night. (laughs) It was a guy who was injured and didn't play Thursday night in Oklahoma City, De'Aaron Fox. So they had a guy, and guess what? Having that guy does matter. And the Kings uh, overcame an early 12-point deficit. Bounced back for a 104-101 win at Memphis. Pulled within three games of the eighth spot in the West. Um, 11th overall. So they, they continue to slowly chip away, climb up the ranks, trying to sneak into the postseason. So... Yeah, and that guy we were talking about, De'Aaron Fox, as I said, he's pretty good. You know, he's pretty good. He kind of matters. And what did De'Aaron give you uh, this Friday evening? 25 points, <laughs> 5 assists, 4 rebounds, 2 steals, just 1 turnover in 33 minutes. Led the Kings in scoring, and that really... He kind of was able to, you know, do it, kind of jumpstart them when things weren't going well, keep things steady, and said so you got to have that guy and aggressive. De'Aaron is good. De'Aaron, he was aggressive, you know, ten and nineteen, got nineteen shots up, good number for him, especially in this situation in a must-win game. Three of six from three, had some clutch makes, including the clutch three is, you know, clutch three late. So, like I said, you, they had a guy. So, you for everyone who jumped off the king ship, and this is not me trying to keep you on the ship, off the ship, you do whatever you want. But for those who were overly dramatic about Thursday's game as if that was the last game of the season, maybe you feel a little bit better right now, knowing that the Kings were able to bounce back. Go 3-1 and one on a four-game road trip, and I know the way the one loss sucks, but... If you if you came out the, if you came out the uh, break and you said the Kings would go no three and one on the road trip and the only loss would be at Oklahoma City I think you'd be fine with that so all in all you can't worry about how it happened just be like okay you got the W and but before I get to the uh, you know the uh, particulars of the game. Just want to you know give you a, a brief little stat rundown. Other guys that made a difference. 
Well, before we jump into things, let me give you a quick little statistical uh, breakdown of how things went for this game. Well, want to start? Where should we start? Start with that dude Harry Giles, who continues to improve with playing time. Sixteen points, five rebounds, thirty-one minutes, one steal, one block, two assist. Uh, Nemanja Bjelica, thirteen points, eleven rebounds. Oh, wasn't a good shooting night for the for the for the two guards. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, ooh, one and nine, one and seven, from three. Just not a good shooting night for him. Buddy Hills, 4-12, 2-8 from three. But luckily, uh, Kent Bazemore is still on the team. Gave you 13 points. Uh, Buddy finished with uh, 14 points. But 4-12 shooting, 2-8 from three is not what you want to see. He did hit two key free throws late. But not the kind of efficiency you want uh, from him. But, you know, like I said, luckily the Kings have Kent Bazemore on the team. Bays, uh, 13 points, four rebounds, two steals, and a block. And, and looking for the Kings, they had Alex Lynn. Only played 16 minutes, but I mean, six points, seven rebounds, three assists, a steal, and a block. Just good contributions all around. It's what you need to win on the road. That's not to say that this game was perfect, except the Kings got off to a slow start, fell behind by 12, and my God, did they make the last minute or so Whew. Uh, if you're the type of person who takes a shot or takes a sip when things are going crazy, that last few, those last 60 seconds of the game had you on edge. Uh, two turnovers late, one by Fox where he gets double teamed. He might have got fouled. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. If you're a Kings fan, Fox definitely got fouled. If you're not, he should have been stronger with the ball. And then you get a ball to Harrison Barnes. And he loses the ball in the double team in a situation where Memphis is clearly trying to foul. And this kind of goes back to one of the things where it has to be frustrating. If you're a Kings fan, Kings coach, whatever you are. In some of these late game situations, you can say they're King for Young, but you can't have guys that important making such those type of key mistakes late in games. They were able to overcome it. They were able to get out the win still, but... Still not what you want to see, but like I said, I ain't going to lie. That's nitpicking on me. That's, you know, the other type of things that I'm sure when uh, Luke Walton and the guys get their iPads or receive their iPads after the game, uh, just because you guys, people don't maybe don't know. The way a lot of teams do their film review now is that everyone gets an iPad. Everything's uploaded at the same time. You get on the plane, you go home with it, whatever the case may be. Everyone can you know, go over the film. I'm sure... When they got to get their iPads, when uh, Luke and the coaches break down the game, they're going to go heavy on those late-game situations, the late-game execution, because it's cost them in some games. It cost them a win in San Antonio. When you get to this stage of the season, you say, damn, where would you be if you had that San Antonio win? No, you can't have your, your key guys that make those type of blunders late. You're, sometimes they've gotten away with it. They are able to get away with it against Memphis. No, the Grizzlies are just really struggling right now, and... They've got the Lakers in town Saturday, so I know Sacramento will be Laker country, so to speak. So that it, uh, and I'm sure you'll be pulling for LeBron to feel healthy enough to play and beat the get you know, beat the Grizzlies, and then the Kings have a chance to take the court Sunday afternoon against Detroit. Who they owe a beat down? They owe they owe them because Detroit. 
uh, molly them <laughs> out there uh, back last month in uh, Detroit. So they owe them, you know, if they, you know, you can go into that Detroit game, possibly two and a half out of eight. So that's where we are with that. And like I said, you know, to me, the big thing about this, the Kings had a guy. The Kings had a guy who could make things happen. This, to me, this just, you know, I don't know how to magnify the importance of De'Aaron Fox. It really, really means to this team now and for the future. It's because, you know, due to the injuries, we don't really know what Marvin, we haven't seen what growth Marvin may or may not have, but we have seen the growth of De'Aaron Fox. I, I see a better leader. I see him growing and, and maturing into that role. I like what I see. You know, to come back from that injury, to uh, from the it was, uh, lower abdominal tightness, you know, basically a continuation of the groin injury he suffered uh, the other night, uh, Tuesday night in gold, in San Francisco against the Warriors. So I I just really believe that De'Aaron Fox really was the key. Getting him back, getting a guy who could settle you down, get things going after things got off to a rough start. You know, and I, th- I think they missed that against Oklahoma City because it's one thing when guys who maybe, you know, can get out to a start, but when things go bad, who can get you straight? And they had no one to set them straight. You know, maybe Luke could have called more timeouts. I don't, you know, he could have changed some things up. But you need someone on the court who can set and settle you. And right now, De'Aaron is the guy on the court who settles this team down. So having him back is key. It was a major reason why the Kings won, were able to win this game. And improved to 25 and 34. And I said, uh, three games behind the tumbling Grizzlies for the eighth spot. What else can we talk about? I want to touch on a couple of things. One, just the play of the bench. Um, there's been a lot of games over this stretch where the Kings have won 10 and 15 since Buddy Hill went to the second unit where. The bench has really saved them, and I think tonight was another example of the bench saving the Kings. I already touched on, uh, said, like I said, Buddy didn't shoot well, but he still had got you 12 points, four rebounds, two assists in 23 minutes. Like I said, Baysmore, uh, Kings couldn't have imagined that this deal would go as well as it has for them. I mean, he has been, I don't want to say a revelation. I mean, I don't know what you would call him, but considering he was having a pretty down season in Portland, what the Kings have gotten from, from Bays has been, no, I don't want to say, oh, remarkable is a bit dramatic, but it's very impressive. It's very, been very good. It's really something that, you know, they could, you couldn't have banked on him essentially being one of your top eight players when you traded for him, but that's what he's become. I know there was also some thought, maybe people thought that because the way Bays had been playing in Portland, maybe that this trade freed up time for Justin James. But with the Kings, with a legit shot to still make the playoffs, can't see. There's no reason for Luke to try to start going to the player development route. The season's not over. And I know there were a lot of cries from people, you know, back in December and January. Hey, just start playing the young guys. You know, this season is lost. It wasn't lost. It wasn't lost yet. And I think... The way the way things have gone lately, you know, validates that the season wasn't lost and that the Kings are still in this thing. I'm not going to jump on the uh, ship where I'm going to start, uh, 
you know, uh, telling all my people that I won't be free to hang out until until uh, May. I've got some ways to go, but I do believe what they've shown over this last month or so, one in 10 or 15. Mind this is a team that only won nine games after the All-Star break last year. They've already won four. Of course, things could go down the toilet, but I'm not predicting that at this point. I think the what things they've done, the way they're playing right now, is much more sustainable for the long haul. So, I think they're they're picking up some some their learning habits. They're understanding what it's like to play in essentially pressure situations, must win situations. I mean, they stumbled so bad out of the break; they really didn't have much of a chance to be in it and they were kind of just playing out the string until they were officially eliminated i think it's good to see them try you know try to make something of this thing try to win this thing try to get into the playoffs and even if they don't get in i think they'll be a better team for this experience and i think this is looking ahead i know it's we've got some time it's nowhere near the offseason but we got some time they'll be they'll be better prepared a better focused group of players when the uh, when next season rolls around, so that's what I take from that. And so now, I just kind of want to summarize what we saw, what happened. Like I said again, the Kings win 104-101. They did their damnedest to try to make this thing tough, but again, the Kings have a guy. They had their guy, and that made all the difference, in my opinion, in this game. When things when, when things started going awry. You had a guy who could come in there and fix things and save them for you. De'Aaron did that. I think De'Aaron's really growing up right now. Uh, I think the toughness he's shown to play through injury, to play through pain, is the type of things where it it rallies the teammates around him. They look at him and say, hey, if he's playing through that, if he's playing through these, they're not Knicks. I mean, it's not like he stubbed his toe. De'Aaron is really playing through some serious, you know, some some pain. And the fact that he's doing that, I believe, makes him even a better leader because when when guys see him doing that and if he and if he's pushing them, he's not pushing them to do anything he's not doing himself, which is a big part of being a leader. So Shout out to De'Aaron Fox. Shout out for being the guy. And shout out to my man Damani for even giving me that phrase. I can't even take credit for that. You know, that's you know, that's my OB. He gave me that phrase about being about having a guy, and I'm just carrying it on to all of you, all you Kings fans, all of you non-Kings fans who for whatever reason want to listen to me talk about the Kings. So we'll be back on Sunday. Uh Kings host the Detroit Pistons. They'll be looking to continue to climb up the, uh, the you know the ranks, keep chipping away, try to get closer to the eight spot, and keep playing meaningful, meaningful games in March. And despite all the issues, all that's kind of gone wrong, things that you may not have liked about the season, the fact that the Kings can play meaningful games in March matters, and it means something. So let's see what they do with them. Uh, you know where to find me. Uh, Instagram, Mr. Jones LBC. Uh, Twitter, Mr. Underscore Jason Jones. Theathletic.com for some for my Kings coverage. You all be good out there. And I hope you're not sitting around actually on a Friday night listening to this. I hope you're out having a good time, relaxing, enjoying your family. Kings, this will be there. 
can't well actually I took that back. I hope you listen to it, but maybe, you know, maybe you're in your you know, in your beamer, your bins, you know, you're chilling, you're rolling, you know, you you're hanging out, and maybe you decided I don't want to listen to no music. I wanna listen to some King's talk. Either way, all good. You all be safe out there. I will be back on Sunday. Myself and Kenny Carraway will be back on Tuesday with another edition of the Throne Room Breakdown. Y'all be good out there. Glad that maybe some of you have now calmed down have and talked yourself off the proverbial ledge when it comes to these kings. Y'all be good out there. I'll holler at you later and I'm gone.